Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson. And joining me this week, we are joined by Final Fantasy and Fortnite streamer, Meshark. Hello, hello. Hello, how you doing, Shark? I'm doing well today, how about you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. We are we are recording this, I'm going to fully disclose this, we are recording this the day before Tears of the Kingdom releases. We're both very <laughs> excited for this game. Very, very, very excited. I can't wait. I, I, it's going to be a great time. Uh, I'll be able, next week. We'll talk much more about Tears of the Kingdom and like actual gameplay stuff and whatnot. Uh, but to kick things off for this week, uh, we're going to get into our loading screen because this is Shark's first time here on the podcast. So I need your favorite video game video game character, and video game soundtrack. Favorite video game, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, character. That's a tough one. There's a few. Um, I'm going to have to go with... Might be controversial, but uh, Tidus. Oh, okay. From FF10. Okay. And I know people nitpick on him for, you know, the one scene, but I mean, I but think... this the scene makes sense in in context, it makes sense. So it's true. I don't know. I think he has a lot of endearing qualities that make up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and soundtrack. Um God, there's so many. Oh my goodness. Can, can I just pick, like, could I pick maybe a franchise instead of, like... Yeah, absolutely. A, a absolutely. I would say anything from the Final Fantasy uh, series. Um, specifically 14 again, because it's just... The, mu- <laughs> the music is that incredible. The it, music it is, is that incredible. So good. So good does such a phenomenal job with the music. Oh, yeah. My God. It's It's great. Uh, have you played have you played the new theater rhythm game at all? I didn't. I wanted to try because I've never really I never really played those type of games. But um, I mean, I figure I could pick it up if it's on sale or something like that. That looks like something fun to just mess around with. It is. It's absolutely great. Uh, five, 14, believe it or not, has the most amount of songs in that entire game. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> Uh, they they uh, they only go up to Shadowbringers as well. They don't have any Endwalker tracks in it. Feels bad, man. That's okay, maybe though. in the deck. Maybe maybe we'll see a DLC down DLC. the line where they release some Endwalker because they've been releasing a bunch of DLC. They've uh, released like two near packs, a bunch of the Saga games. There was a World Ends with You pack. So really fun. I platinum that game. It took me like fifty hours. Ooh, nice. really, really are, great game. Are you a platinum chaser? I, 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 I am a platinum chaser. Not as much now because I've mostly spent a lot of time playing uh, FF14. But like 
I I when I get a hold of like a game, it's like can I pl- if I can reasonably platinum it, I will platinum it. Play it to the bones. Play it to the bones. <laughs> like I was recently playing the new Yakuza Like a Dragon Ishin game. Mm-hmm. Could not platinum that game uh, for two reasons. One, uh, it's basically just like an HD remaster. Uh, I thought they were like putting, like redoing the game from the ground up, putting it in the Dragon Engine. No, it's more or less just an HD. It's in the like Zero uh, Kiwami One engine for the Yakuza games, uh, which is a great engine still. But it's just like it's. It reminds me why I like. I'm more fond of like six and Kawabi two over zero in Kawabi one. And I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, this is a, so it didn't, it didn't meet the, meet your I standards. mean, it was all, it's also just like, you would have to spend like 50 hours grinding materials with their crafting system that they have. And um, I'm like, I'm no, not going to do no, that. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> like, I love the Yakuza franchise. I've, Bent like there are times where I've spent hours in those games to do everything that they can, but it's like it's just sometimes there's too much, and whenever there's like crafting involved or getting certain skills with like multiple characters up, it's like yeah, I don't think I'm gonna platinum this. It's like why, <laughs> it's like why I'm scared to pl- ever go back to platinum like zero one three four five. Uh, I almost platinumed seven, but uh, the final dungeon, the Millennium Tower hard mode, you legit need to grind like multiple classes for each character to give them permanent buffs. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just stick to grinding on 14. That, that's that all sounds t- terrible. Yeah, it, uh. it's rough. They're great games. I love them to death. But so, and I'm I'm so excited that we're getting another one this year as well with like a uh, like a dragon Gaiden. Yeah, that one looks good. Oh fuck, I'm so I'm so ready. And then eight probably next year or in two years. I'm so re- I I love Yakuza, but another about Yakuza into our headline of the week. <laughs> uh, science. Uh, fl- this is more or less just like a nerdy thing, and I I love that this happened. Scientists have named a brand new butterfly species after Sauron from Lord of the Rings, which is just it's just really cool. Uh, The butterfly is called the uh, Sorana. Uh, It's named because of their distinctive circular markings on the butterfly's wings, which reminded them of the eye of Sauron. So I'm just like, oh, that's really fucking cool. That's really neat. Also, something about uh, me uh, with well that that franchise. I actually didn't watch those movies until last year. Dang. I I, I actually I actually binged all three in a row because they were that good. I you're better 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 than me right now because I still haven't watched them. What I know. Good series. Soon, I because I, ha- I, I another friend of the podcast, Mac, Mac Ryan Mac, he's told me to watch these movies, and then he's gonna hound me more when he's uh comes on this season as well to watch <laughs> these goddamn movies. And I'm, I will soon. I just need to find the time. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm busy playing video games. <laughs> uh, but that's our headline of the week. It's time to now dive into everything else that happened. Uh, Let's take a look at the week in review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs. This is the week in review. 
Uh, and starting off, some of the games that came out this past week, uh, Another Fisherman's Tale, Darkest Dungeon 2, and of course, uh, because you're listening to this on the Monday or further beyond, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is now out. Again, this upcoming episode, or next week's episode, we will actually talk more about the game itself. Uh, again, very excited. But in the world of video game news, starting off with uh, some delayment, Hollow Knight Silk Song has been delayed past June in 2023. Again, the game didn't really have a definitive date as of yet, but now we know it's not coming out in the first half of this year. It's little nice sad. It's nice to see that crumb. I've been waiting for that game. <laughs> like after I played Hollow Knight, like it's like, oh hey, they show what show did they show it at? They showed it at um oh actually when did they show? They showed a brief know. thing. Uh, wasn't it like a, a recent Nintendo Direct where they showed like a little brief? Yeah, thing? it was the, it was direct. Like I think it, was it wasn't the like show. A, it wasn't even a main thing. It was like oh yeah, here are some other games that are coming out in the yeah. first half of the year, and that appeared, and we're all like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> excuse me i'm kind of it's kind of sad because i feel like out of all the indie games that's like one of the biggest ones and they're just it's it's very nonchalant um i don't know yeah like I, i'm excited for it. i loved it. hollow knight hollow i knight loved was it too that great. game was god it was so good the music just everything like oh man so good uh nintendo has said that new switch hardware will not be coming this year, uh, but possibly next year. They might talk about something. So that's kind of cool. Don't know what it'll be. Is it going to be the Switch 2 that we're all predicting or something else? I'm curious the direction they go with it. I kind of hope they... I kind of hope... I don't know. Like, I feel like they should come out with two different consoles, if I can be honest. Like something strictly at home and and something on the go. Like, well, I mean, they have done that already with the Switch and the Switch Lite. Well, more more like the con- I feel like the home one should have more power than the on on the go one. I don't know. A make a bulky a bulky Switch that just that you can't take out or that you can't really take out or whatever. Just make it like yeah. a home console. Uh, in some ratings news, the ESRB have now officially rated Starfield uh, with an M rating, which means you can now get robot sex. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I mean, it's, not like that. it's not like that's not going on already today in real life, but you know, like, you get it, you get it, you get it there too. Robot sex with jetpacks. <laughs> Ooh, sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, Niantic have released their brand new mobile pet sim, Paradot, which I didn't even know happened, but uh, earlier this past week, Paradot dropped. It's on the App Store now. It's like a pet sim. It's Niantic. It's, they say that this is like going to be like the future of like AR games. It's really going to push what augmented reality can do. So check it out if you're a fan of Niantic or just pet sims. HyperKid's officially licensed revival of the Xbox 360 controller is now available for pre-order. The official launch date for these controllers is June 6th, so you can hold that bulky controller once more. Uh, I don't know if I'll get one. I, I much prefer the Xbox One controller to the 360 just because of how it feels in my hands. I am... Um... 
I use the the Series X one um, for like online gaming. I gotta say, it's probably my favorite controller I've ever used, and it's not even the Elite one. I just like the way it feels in my hand. Like it just perfectly. It just I don't know. There's something about it. And I'm a PlayStation person too, so yeah, same. I I have a PS5. That's my primary my primary console, aside from obviously the PC to play uh, 14 and now Honkai Star Rail, which I just which I'm slowly getting addicted to as well. And I'm like, oh god, no! I can only handle one addiction at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so could, that's what I thought too. But like Zelda's coming out, it's like okay, we're gonna be addicted to this because I hundred percented Breath of the Wild. And that was a time. We'll get to that later, a little later, uh, though. Uh, but yeah, June 6th is when these new controllers officially drop, pre-ordered now. Uh, in gover- weird government news, the U.S. Navy is training sea lions and dolphins to play video games. Um, what? <laughs> what? It's, it's, bully- it's fun fact. It's actually all enrichment-based. They're like simple like little video games where it's like, uh, you like where they move their heads and it'll move a ball or whatever, but it's, it's enrichment based. It's kind of cool. Definitely check check that out uh, if you have the time. I uh, nah that nah. I'm gonna create a conspiracy. They're training them to uh, replace the bots in Fortnite. <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're 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 gonna be the ones uh, like they look like bots, but they're actually uh, just the lions. <laughs> They're just yeah, sea lions. Just, just, just sea lions. Whenever they get a kill, they get a fish. Yeah. That, 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 that's my next YouTube video. One kill <laughs> equals one fish for the sea lions. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, in leak news, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie trailer got leaked on Twitter. I saw it. Looks kind of neat. Looks a little interesting. It was also in very poor quality, so it's like a little hard to tell certain things, but it looks interesting. Uh, can't wait for when they officially release it, so that way we can overanalyze everything about this movie. Uh, a Payday 3 gameplay reveal is set for this summer, as they revealed that on their social media platforms. Very excited for that, because I want to rob a bank with the boys. And Payday 3 is going to be the way. Uh, Dota 2's World Championship is coming back to Seattle. The last time Seattle held this this, uh, championship was back in 2017. Uh, So a six-year gap. So welcome back, Dota 2. Hogwarts Legacy has received a new patch along the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 release. Uh, adding a new arachnophobia mode, which removes spiders. Well, it, re- it turns them into like polygonal things that don't look like spiders. And they also made about 500 bug fixes, roughly. So good job, Hogwarts Legacy devs. I, I hate spiders, so that's good. And Asus announced its ROG Ally handheld gaming PC will release on June 13th with pre-orders available now for $699.99, which is $50 more than the Steam Deck. In some live service game news, starting off with Final Fantasy XIV, Patch 6.4 The Dark Throne will be releasing sometime later this month. Uh, we'll actually talk about probably when next week because, again, on the 12th, 
A live letter is set from the developers at 4 a.m. Pacific, which means we'll be talking about that next week because we're recording the day before it happened. Uh, so you'll hear more about that next week as well. And until then, the Moogle Treasure Tombstone event is on until the patch 6.4 comes out. Did you get everything you wanted from that event uh, yet, Shark? I've gotten three mounts. I still have a lot more work to do. I've been doing a lot of um, Fist of the Father, or as I'm calling it, um, Fistin. He's Fistin. <laughs> fistin. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I only really needed Ixion and the the riding maps, because I'm like, yeah, I'm a completionist. I'll collect all the riding maps. And now I have them all. Oh, so I nice. legit have every riding map. So I'm like, cool. I'm not gonna... Uh, it's like, do I want to? It's like, do I spend allied seals on them, or do I just wait for this to come so I can get them for free, essentially? And I'm like, yeah, I'll just do that. Much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Destiny Two news, Bungie has won another 6.7 million uh, default judgment against Kunal Bansal, which was the operator of the cheating website LavaCheats.com. Uh, Bansal actually didn't even show up to court, making it an easy win for Bungie. In the world of TCG, in Pokemon, Origin Form, Palkia, uh, the V-Star Battle League deck, that is out now. Uh, and the Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolved pack releases June 9th. And on June 8th, Pokemon TCG Live, the brand new app for the card game, uh, releases on the 8th. In Yu-Gi-Oh! with Master Duel updates, we got quite a bit. They had a really big update recently. Blue-Eyes White Dragon received a brand new attack animation when landing a final blow, on top of a bunch of other new animations. The new structure deck, Blackwing's Pride, has released. There's some new missions for the Road to Worlds, and a bunch of new accessories were added into the shop as well. In TCG news, Wild Survivors releases June 2nd. Battle of Legend Monstrous Revenge releases June 21st. And the 25th Anniversary Tin Dueling Heroes releases September 8th. Also, it's weird Yu-Gi-Oh! news. A Japanese restaurant, uh, Coco's Restaurant, is collaborating with serving and is serving an actual Hungry Burger based off of the famous ritual, spell, ritual monster card Hungry Burger. Uh, they're doing two drops for this burger between May 16th and June 5th, and then June 6th to June 26th. So if you're in Japan and you're listening to this, get yourself a hungry burger. Is that the one? Wait, I'm trying to think. I saw something else, like some places doing like a burger with teeth. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one? That's the one. I would eat it. <laughs> just like, just like, or or maybe it would somehow magically come alive and eat me. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I think it's great. Hungry Burger is such a meme card. I love it. There's there's a way to make it like a one-turn kill deck, but it's like a 13-card combo to do it. Still really funny, though. Uh, in Magic the Gathering news, March of the Machine, the Aftermath is out now. It released on the 12th of May. Shadows over Innistrad, remastered, comes to Magic the Gathering Arena, mid-2023. The Wilds of Eldraine releases sometime in the fall. And Magic the Gathering Arena is coming to Steam full version, finally, on May 23rd. 
uh, it's leaving its early access that it's been in, uh, like just on the site, and it's officially making its way to Steam. Uh, and that's everything this week for the week in review. Any final thoughts on any of those stories, Shark? I think I want to take a trip and get a hungry burger. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> I too want the hungry burger. But um, yeah, the uh, kind of sad news about Sil- uh, Silk Song. Um, really would hope they would come out with uh, more details about that. Honestly, definitely. But I, I feel like it's going to be just as big as uh, Hollow Knight now, if not bigger at this point. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for the week in review. It's now time to take a look ahead and see what's coming out. Here's what should be on your radar from May 15th to 21st. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. No game releases on the Monday, but on Tuesday, Humanity releases for everything PlayStation-related, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and both PlayStation VRs and the PC. Atlas Fallen makes its way to next-gen consoles and the PC. Tin Hearts makes its way to everything except the Switch. Trinity Trigger comes to the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Switch. And Zool Redimensioned comes to the PlayStation 4. No game releases on Wednesday, but on Thursday, Firmament comes to the PC, and I Am Future and the Outlast Trials also make their way to the PC. And lastly, on Friday, the big game release of the week, I would say, LEGO 2K Drive makes its way to everything. Have you heard of, of this game, Shark? I'm going to be quite honest, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but so take Forza Horizon and like the scale of like those games. Mm-hmm. Give it a Lego paint job and the ability to play with friends. That sounds pretty interesting. The game looks sick. I think I'm going to try to pick it up after Zelda, after I'm done with Zelda. Mm-hmm. Just just drive with Lego. I think it's going to be great. I think it's also going to be like an easy game to complete because Lego. You, Lego games are usually very easy to complete. So I'm Honestly, excited for it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just good to get a game that you could just relax and don't have to like use every brain cell to play yeah exactly (laughs) that that you just kind of go on coast mode uh well with that that is everything that should be on your radar and now it's time for us to dive into our main focus here's what we're talking about this week in the game lounge covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world here's what's going down this week in the game lounge and our first topic of the day is Final Fantasy XIV. Such such a long a, a long game with so much things to do. So I think we'll start with with uh, a big question that you can ask a lot of people. What got you into Final Fantasy XIV, Shark? So I mean, I've always been an RPG fan um, ever since I was a kid. My first game was uh, actually FF8. Um, and it wasn't even like the full version. It was the demo version that came with the PS one back in the day. And I used to just play replay that over and over again. Cause unfortunately I was, you know, poor at the time, but still poor. So, you know, nothing much has changed (laughs) except I I can drive now. Um, (laughs) so always been an RPG FF fan. And then 
I was always curious about 14. Um, I don't know. I just, I never took the plunge. And then finally I just decided the heck with it. I'm going to play it. Cause I'd never, I'd never played an MMO before. Um, and it was either going to be that one or, uh, ESO online. Um, cause I love Elder Scrolls as well. Um, but I thought 14, uh, made more sense. So nobody, you know, nobody really actually got me into it. I got myself into it, which, uh, started in the summer of 2021. And that was a really fun summer, honestly, like really good memories. A lot of friends got into it too. We all started playing together. So that's kind of my origin story with that. Nice. Uh, how, what, what was your, what are your thoughts on the expansions? I think, I mean, starting from ARR, uh, I think, you know, everybody would agree that that is a slog because it is. <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, I think it's needed, especially if there's like, uh, there was the whole influx of like newer players in 2020, I think around that time. Um, so it, it kind of helps you like when you're a person like me who has no clue about MMOs and stuff like that it kind of like it's 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 a good uh it's a good uh building a base um for a lot of players um so arr long but the end is it, it's a good it's a good payoff and transition into what is god heaven's word is incredible oh my god um i'm hoping at some point i i when i'm done with everything in the game i want to replay through the whole story again just to pick up on stuff i missed on heaven's word is amazing the music is amazing the story um and then you get into stormblood where honestly i kind of used to like make fun of stormblood i don't know why i i watched somebody recently uh play through it and i saw a lot of things that i didn't see the first time i'm like Wow, this expansion is a lot better than I really gave it credit for. It's still not my favorite. It's nowhere near my favorite. Um, but it's it's just it's really good and and it's it's kind of unfortunate because it's stuck in the middle between yeah between Heaven's Ward and uh, what it Shadowbringers, which Jesus Christ, Shadowbringers is Shadowbringers just, is phenomenal. I. I don't have a I don't have an uh, like an ultimate favorite because I love Endwalker and Shadowbringers, you know, for different reasons. Like if anything, maybe those are like those two are above the rest. But um, Stormblood, I honestly I I grew uh, a, an appreciation for it from you know watching uh, that playthrough of it. Um, because they do a lot of things in there that you're like, hmm, I didn't see that before. And then you see it through somebody else's eyes, and you're like, oh wow, that's that's really interesting. But yeah, and then you then you get to Shadowbringers. There's no words for Shadowbringers. Like, yeah, it's there's there's no words. Like, one of the best stories, one of the best villains. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I Emmett Selk is my dad. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 my dad he's my dad <laughs> he's 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 my papa my 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 other papa he uh he went to the milk store he hasn't come back yet but you know emmett emmett can uh you know he can he can 
he can be my dad. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I just, I thought 5.0 was peak uh, FF14. And then you get to another section of it. Um, I don't want to be like, hella spoilery but like you you get to 5.3 and you're like you, you oh, get to five you get to yeah you get to 5.3 and it's just like uh, how are they doing this <laughs> like how how is this happening it's, so it's probably one yeah. thing i want to bring up specifically about so i'm gonna i'm gonna disclose this right now we might we may get into certain spoilers in 14 the most the spoilers we can, we will get up to is anything, but I, anything before pre Endwalker, I say is fair game here, mm-hmm. because Endwalker is the only expansion I have not touched yet. I am still right. I am basically at the I the next mission I do for the main story is the start of Endwalker. I have personally not touched Endwalker because I made myself a checklist of things I wanted to do before starting Endwalker. I now only have two things left on that checklist. And and that will three things, which is to finish up my Crystarium deliveries for Culinarian, which I am currently in the middle of. Like I'm almost done it. Mm-hmm. Do my Crystarium deliveries and level up Blacksmith. And get my monk to level 80, so that way I have a, a class to run Endwalker with. And I decided monk, because I have a Cosmic Kiryu glam that was my first ever glam that I made. And I'm like, you know what? It's only fitting that we end this game the way we started it, as Kazuma Kiryu. Aw, that's, that's awesome. Those are the things that I have left to do. I, like, originally this list was, like, super duper long. Like, I had, like, 12, 12, 14 things on it, and now... It's finally dwindled down to this. And I'm like, okay, we're almost there. So uh, everything pre-Shadowbringers, this is your spoiler warning. Fair game. So with that said, I didn't realize the Hassian who appears in Seed of Sacrifice was Emmett Selk until I rewatched, until I watched another person do the Seed of Sacrifice. I, I knew it was him. Well... I, I when that when that whole sequence happened, um, I kind of had like a suspicious feeling. Just, just Emmett is Emmett. Emmett is unique. Like probably one of the most unique character. Well, I think the most unique character in the game. Um, <clears throat> and he just has a way about him. Um, and then you get to the part where he he does the 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 hand gesture I yeah. lost my I lost I lost my mind. That actually was probably probably one of my t- top 2 favorite moments in the game. You see that initially the hand gesture for me it didn't click. I thought it was that other Asian who like leading up to it who was who told us about like all those stones and like we met right before we faced off with Emmett itself in 5.0. Mm. I can't remember the name of him, but like, I thought that's who it was. Uh, and I'm like, and so I'm like, it was still cool. But now that I know who it was, I'm like, oh my fucking God, that means so much more than just like the random. That actually, yeah, that, that actually is probably like that, that part got clipped. Cause I, I streamed that part. Cause I, uh, Actually, I think I did that at like two or three a.m. and I was able to get a full party of friends to do that trial, which I'm like, 
damn, I lo- I'm like, damn, I love you guys, especially one of my friends, uh, Life of Willie, who we first started in 2021 playing the game. And like he wanted to be there through all the big moments. Um, and he had my stream up. He kind of was like, I think he was napping. And then he heard he heard the he heard to the edge playing and he's like, get get me the F in like that. I like, honestly, that's probably my favorite trial in the game. Just the whole just the whole build up and just how it all unfolds. I that. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's like peak Final Fantasy for me. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's why I love gaming. Just that. It's why we love it's why we love gaming. Those those moments right there. It's it's so good. I I don't even know if I could pin put uh what my favorite trial would be. Do you have a long way to go? <laughs> I still have a long way to go. You have like, a long way to go. With, I, what I, with, yeah. with what I've played so far. Honestly, I really like Emerald Weapon. That was fun. Oh my god. That whole the weapon storyline, that yeah, actually the, is that's probably my favorite raid series. The Sorrow of Orlit is such a, Un, a like, great story. And I did that I did that after 5.3 and I'm like I shouldn't have because my emotions needed a break from <laughs> from, five, from five point three. I had nothing but tears, like from the end of Stormblood on. It was just a few months of just nothing but like high, highest of highs and lowest of lows of feelings uh, that the game dragged out of me. And then I do the sorrow whirlit, and I'm like, "What the hell, man?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me right now with this? This is unreal." It was, it's so good. And also, I just love the music for the second half of Emerald Weapon. Yeah. Like, it goes from Big Fat Tacos to that, and I'm like, okay, this yeah. is really fucking good. Um, and I gotta say, uh, uh, God, it's such, it's such a uh, redemption uh, for uh, Gaius. Gaius, like, it is. It, it actually made him one of my favorite characters. Like, from what you get, for, what you get from him in ARR is just like, blah, 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 I'm the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> this was Such not devastation. My yeah. This was not my intention. There's also great I lines. Great lines. <laughs> yeah. Still, so believable. I should send. I should send something to you about that. There's a, a thing on YouTube. It's the Taco Bell Savage, and and it's that. It's like that that whole thing. Yeah, I gotta send that to you. It's, it's yeah, it's funny. Um, <laughs> well, okay. I have a question. What was your reaction when you first meet like unmasked Gaius? Damn, you got a lot of hair. My, mine and my, and my friend. He sent me a meme like when I reacted because I was like, "What, Gaius? No way." You're supposed to be dead, but you're hot now? What the <laughs> fuck? Oh my god, he's hot. <laughs> oh my god, he's hot. It, it's such a great time. And I was there with another friend, when my friend Mello, he got to that point. We were in voice call. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting. Like, you're coming up to something dope. He's like, oh, okay. And he gets to me. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, yes. Yes. 
He's hot. And it's like he's he's daddy and he's also fucking daddy. Like yes. he's, a da- he's a dad. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like, like, like 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 what? <laughs> this is not what I expected. He's double daddy. Double you've daddy. Of, you've heard of double dragon. Now now get ready for double daddy. Double daddy. God. It's it's it was a great great thing. 6.4 is on the horizon. The the I mean the image has given it away. This is like the, I guess the one small thing we'll talk about for Endwalker spoilers. Oh, you saw it. It's, I you mean, it. It, it's on the launcher. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's, it's they, on the they, launcher. They're like, they're like, you should be fucking caught up by now. <laughs> this is not our problem. It's your problem. And like, <laughs> and here's the thing. I do know that like post Endwalker stuff, we do. It's based. They're basically making it Final Fantasy four because I know that in the dungeons you fight Cagnazzo and. The other one. I never and played then, four. I never played four. But this makes really? me want. It makes me want to play four. And then I know that two of the trials are Barbarisha and Rubiconte. I know. I know about that because yeah. it's post Ed Walker. I'm like, okay, they're they're it's also they're iconic. It's like the four. It's the four elemental lords from four. And so Golbez coming in to wrap up that storyline. I'm. Yeah, I, I'm like. I, I'm really curious about that because, because I asked my friend, I'm like, do I need to play four in order to like understand what's happening for you know this specific thing? And he's like, no, not really. Yeah, it's it's also sort of like how you don't have to play three, uh, to do the Crystal Tower. Yeah, because that's just the Crystal Tower. <laughs> the Crystal Tower is just Final Fantasy three. Yeah, and then. What else? The Stormblood Alliance raid is uh, tactics. That was that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the storm. I'm gonna say this: the Stormblood Alliance raid of all the alliance raids, it's the least. It's probably my least favorite to do because I fell asleep during one of them. Really? Which one? Yeah, I think the it was. One? I think it was Orbone. Oh, sorry. I'm talking the alliance raids. The, the the normal raids. I love the Omega raids. Uh, but the oh. alliance raids. Oh, the, oh those ones. Okay. Yeah, those ones. yeah, I fell asleep in like the second one. I liked. I liked them. I mean, I'm not like a big. Never played tactics, so like I didn't. I didn't get the pop like a lot of other people did. But you know, I, I liked it. I liked the music. It was fun. Yeah, the music was good. It put me to sleep though. <laughs> <laughs> Great time, and I wasn't even like tired. I was just like, I'm dozing off. What the fuck. But yeah, it's my it was probably my least favorite ones and uh to do. Which is what what what's which on the topic there, what's your least favorite content that you've done in this game? I, I don't know, this is very low tier, but like the for dailies, like the MSQ thing. It's like why the fuck do we always have to get Praetorium or like Astrum? <laughs> why the why the fuck can't we get something else? Like why is it Praetorium, Castrum, like, Ultima Weapon. Can we get something else, please? Like it's just a slog. Yeah, like, like you, they could easily throw in a therochemical uh the the final dungeon for uh Heaven's Ward, they could easily throw that one in now. Uh yeah. you could probably throw in Alamigo if you want and uh the Shinryu fight. Uh, probably Amarat as well at this point. So two things for uh Praetorium if anybody's gone through it. Um It used to be a lot longer. Oh yeah, it was longer. Also, 
you can take a shower during the elevator scene. Also, <laughs> you can take a poop if you have to. <laughs> both, but you have enough time for both of those. <laughs> it's the cutscenes that long. <laughs> whenever, whenever I get Praetorium, I always like, oh right, what YouTube video am I watching today? Like. 14 is incredible, but I feel like there's some stuff, if you play it long enough, it's not that it's tedious, it's like, you know, they could kind of, like, expand some things, um, which I kind of hope they do that with 7.0. I, th- I think we're going to be talking about that, maybe, so I, I, I really hope that they, like, kind of just go wild, since, like, the main story is finished and everything, like, just go crazy with it. Yeah, so what are you hoping for in 7.0? I honestly haven't really, I haven't thought about it because like I'm, I'm, I think I'm kind of like waiting for Post and Walker to be complete and kind of form an opinion on that. Like I'm, I'm hoping with six point four they they drop some hints in there. Um, because this uh, this stuff I can't even I can't talk about it with you. <laughs> Because there's there's some stuff that happens and then like, they're, 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 I, they're, I know brief things I, again aside from like I know that we basically go through Final Fantasy four um I know that the alliance raids we fight the god we fight the twelve and I know that the normal raids involve the Asians in some sort of way but that's all I really know yeah um I'll just say. It's it's just it's an open book and like I don't know how long 14 will go. I mean, it's already been going for about 13 years now. So it it took that long to complete this first grand story. So like I just I I I don't know if it's going to be up to the same level. I mean, I know they'll do their damnedest, but I just it, there there's it's a big world. It's a big world and I just want uh something close. I just want a story that's close. Um introduce new characters that you know. You don't have to keep all the Zion the Scions like in there. Maybe like make introduce some new ones. I don't know. Like I mean freaking Gra- like Graha is a scion now so like i don't know just make just just introduce some new ones i don't know there's a lot of stuff they could do i hope we go to midgar (laughs) okay actually that's a thing um yeah i really hope that they do like a a genova raid series i want genova i want i want to i want to fight genova um I'm trying to think of like other raid bosses. That, I think it would but, be a cool alliance raid to do. It is like that as like a three part. Uh, yeah. You, you, for part one, God, how would that even be? Part one, you're going. I don't know, but like part two and three are like I think a lot easier. Part two is you're getting closer, and the final boss there is Sephiroth. I want to fight part. Sephiroth. Oh my god! I want to fight. Oh my god! One winged angel. Fucking so good doing an arrangement of one winged yes. angel. Phenomenal. Yes. Oh my god. My uh, my friend also he really want he really hopes that they like collab with Kingdom Hearts like they did with Nair. I don't see why they wouldn't. Oh. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, 
I feel like that would be enormous. Like he, like Kingdom Hearts is his baby, so like he just he just wants it, and like, oh, <laughs> we gotta go fight the darkness. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Like God, it, that it, would it, be if that happens. I will lose it. Like yeah, but, legit. I one. I would be super excited for it because I love Kingdom Hearts. It's phenomenal. I would lose it because what that you know who they they would have to have to help write that in Namora himself, and I'm just gonna be like, what the fuck is Namora gonna fucking do now that he hasn't <laughs> done? Yeah. And I'm gonna have an aneurysm at the same time <laughs> that I'm like jumping up and down in excitement. I mean, when did near? Uh, I'm trying to think of when near dropped. So it's like they're kind of they're kind of they kind of do for something big, and why not do that? I mean, I, I'm still ex- I'm still excited for whatever they're gonna do with 16 because oh. we know that there's gonna be a collab. Yep. Because you know Yoshi P did both. And he's even joked about he has you know, yeah. he's been, been in, the, the fact that he's joked about I gotta talk to the director of Final Fantasy fourteen because <laughs> yeah he's a hard man to reach yeah oh man I kind of hope like maybe they find like a, a Yoshi P like lookalike and they kind of just like do it like do like a segment with that <laughs> or something like he's like talking to him or something i don't know i, think I, I feel like great. they could do a thing where it's like uh yoshi p is demonstrating like some gameplay and they p- put in the the wandering minstrel because that is oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and then, the wandering minstrel and yoshi p are then talking to each other about yeah. uh <laughs> the fucking collab shit that'd be great that would be amazing I, are you excited for 16 at all i am i didn't really I, I i played 15 and played all the way through but it didn't really i don't know it just really didn't grasp me or like it didn't appeal to me like i don't know and i love ff and that just i i just i don't know something was off about it but this like i feel like they took from 15 like things that went wrong and put them in 16 and just everything went to another level or at least that's what it looks like so far like it, with the um the, the icons like they kind of did like the the big boss battles in 15 but they were just like eh it's whatever like um they look a hell of a lot better in <clears throat> 16 i mean they're kind of taken after the uh like the godzilla stuff with that so that looks incredible um I'm really looking forward to 16. I gotta get a PS5 again. It's literally, there's only two reasons I want a PS5. It's that and um, FF7 Rebirth. Yes, and Rebirth drops later this year as well, like holiday. This, this year is a crazy year for gaming. Like game drops. It is the fact it's that so Tears of the Kingdom and like 16 are coming up back to back months is like that. That's bomb after bomb. Yeah, you and you've had like a lot of like really good games already. Like the start of the year, we had the surprise drop that was Hi-Fi Rush, which yeah. fucking no, one, it came out of nowhere, and it's like that game looks fun. I gotta try it. Looks really yeah, good. It's really fun. Uh, then you have, well, fuck, what else was it? Um, you had Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. which was another big game for a lot of people. And now you have Tears of the Kingdom, you have Final Fantasy 16, you're going to have Starfield, 
and Rebirth as well. Starfield is coming out this year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it got delayed from last year to this year. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so uh, we're we're packed. And uh, Armored Core? I, and Armored Core? Yeah, that is supposed to come out this year. That comes out uh, June or July. I know that they announced Street, the date for it. Street Fighter 6? My Street God. Street Fighter 6. What a year for, like, wow. What a year for gaming. It's going to be a great time, and I just hope that we have a nice and fair game awards. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, no uh, Bill Clinton rabbi preacher thing. That, that was, yeah, that was weird. And, and and now that and now, now that now that kid is famous or man or however old they are, which uh, yeah makes no sense. But you know, we're we're living in a simulation. This isn't even real life. <laughs> this is the this is the Matrix. When Matrix when Matrix Online uh, got shut down, it <laughs> transitioned into real life. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to add on Final Fantasy before we move on to our second topic of the day? Uh, did you know that the critically acclaimed award-winning MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV is free up to level 60? Or is it Stormblood? I don't know, but play it. It's fucking amazing. You'll make a lot of friends. Play the game. You won't regret it. Free to level 60 if you purchase just the base game, like just A Realm Reborn Heavensward, which is the base game. If you purchase that, you can get Stormblood for free. But yes, play it it's 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 worth it uh all right our second topic of the day moving on to it we're talking zelda because of course we are how, how are you feeling with uh about tears of the kingdom with everything we've seen so far i feel like with the first two trailers i feel like people weren't patient enough and they were like calling a dlc and stuff and honestly that kind of irritated me um because i feel like I feel like it was going to... Then the third trailer dropped and everybody shut up. And everybody was just like, whoa. <laughs> this is this this is definitely worth the $70 price tag. Um, it, and that, I feel like that's a problem because I feel like as a society with games or just media in general, we're not um, patient enough. And, you know, they don't... You know, we don't appreciate... A lot of people don't appreciate a good build-up to something um unfortunately sometimes anymore um so i oh man i just can't wait to get my hands on it like i i love zelda been playing it my whole life i just i think it's gonna completely change the the zelda series i I really do i i so do i i think this is this is going to be like we thought breath of the wild was gonna be the biggest zelda game to date this this is gonna blow that out of the water. Oh, big time! Like, and and actually, Breath of the Wild, it, it became my favorite Zelda game ever. Um, I didn't play, I didn't even play it till I think a year and a half ago. Um, because I didn't get a Switch until late. I appreciate the direction that Breath of the Wild went. Um, like it was always the same. It was dungeons and stuff like that, and it has been confirmed apparently that there is going to be dungeons and tears of the kingdom, but it, but it's still gonna, you know, it's still gonna have that aspect of the, the open world thing. And, and, you know, it doesn't feel like an empty world. Like there's always, there's something going on always. So 
which I love about it. So what what was your experience with Breath of the Wild? Oh, it was just it was magical. I love the I I I just I just love it. I just I I think it's one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. I I do have to say though, there's just one there's one bad thing about it. There's only one and 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 it's the the end boss. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. I wish it was a little more difficult. But overall, like an incredible experience. It, if that it was, uh, I have it's it is one of my all time favorite games of all time. I one hundred percented the game, uh, which was a time and a half. Uh, shout outs to IGN for making that interactable map with like everything on it because that helped me collect all the Korok seeds. Oh, you but, did that. <laughs> oh, when I say I hundred percented it, I I have nothing left to do in that game. <laughs> did, did you enjoy getting your uh, golden turd at the end? <laughs> yes. I feel like they should. I feel like they should make a um, like like that into like a plushie or something. <laughs> golden poop. Golden poop. Just have it right on your desk just to look at it. <laughs> Apparently, Tears of the Kingdom is bringing back the Korok seeds, though. Mm-hmm. And and now you get to collect eighteen hundred and get an even bigger poop. I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. Uh, I hope. I just hope it's not. I hope that the reward, if we do that, is better. You know. I can't even lie. I kind of want the chaos. I want them to troll us. I want to get poop again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get pooped on again. <laughs> God, because I mean, the reward for doing all the shrines was great. Getting the like a classic tunic set. That's oh, a that, great, that was yeah, a great that, reward. Yeah. And then what other things were there? I don't think you got anything for doing all the side quests. What do you think the story for Tears of the Kingdom will be? All right. I played a little bit of Skyward Sword. I know how it ends. Um, Obviously, it's about demise. For some reason, I just feel like there's this going to be this big tie in with like actually like actually connecting him with Ganondorf in this one. Um, like I've watched the I've watched the third trailer a ton, and like overanalyzing every piece of yeah, this. like including like Zelda YouTubers and stuff like that, like going over it. And I don't know. I don't feel like Ganon's gonna be the final boss. I feel like it'll be like I just I don't know. I I don't know why demise is in my head and in my mind, but he is. I just think that he's going to be like the end boss. Like if you really want to, if because it's not going to be a trilogy, it's only going to be these two. And then, you know, whatever happens after with the next game, you know, that's long way down the road. But, but like, do we know, do we know it's not going to be a trilogy? I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it is. I don't think I would want it to be a trilogy. I think I'm kind of sick of trilogies. Honestly, I think it's just fine with two games, especially if you do it the right way. Like, I like I think I think two games with this map and then this setting is perfect, especially it's at the end of the time. It's at at the end of the timeline. Uh, well, that, that that's what they're saying. So, like, 
I feel like I don't know, like all the like all the timelines are going to converge or whatever, some stuff like that. And <laughs> Everybody's then, here. Link, everybody's link, here. Link, <laughs> link, 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 link. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, I just, and I just Bruce. feel. Like, yeah, <laughs> and, and <Bruce. laughs> Um, I just fucking just I, I. Do you? Would you want Ganondorf to like actually permanently go away? Do you? Do do you? Would would that be a thing? Do you would want, or at least for, or at least for a little bit, for a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, here's the thing, like. I mean, believe it or not, the first game I ever played, the villain wasn't, for Zelda, the villain wasn't Ganondorf. Because my first Zelda game was Phantom Hourglass. Really? Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, my the villain of that was just a giant fucking monster. And then the, one of the second, I, I don't know if it was the second or the third game I played, was Spirit Tracks. And the villain for that was a tiny little angry man. <laughs> tiny little angry man like i'm used to t- i'm kind of used to like ganon or ganondorf not being the villain and it's it's, it's been it's been done before and it's worked like one of the main zelda games uh what was it uh links to the past the the main villain was a fucking wizard oh yeah basically yeah so they've done it before they made it work so if even if they do a third entry where it's like no Ganon influence and it's just like a new threat it could work they've made it work before I think there's only been four instances where you know Zelda Link and Ganon were in the game together uh the last one was Twilight Princess which one of the most underrated Zelda games everybody should play that game too that I have it for the GameCube oh that game is so good I really wish that they would like do some type of remake or not a remake like an HD version I mean they did for the Wii U it's just you know wish they put that on the Switch I just want it on Switch like I, Which I mean, I'm, surp- I'm uh, gonna say this I'm surprised they didn't do that for the anniversary for Zelda like they give a Skyward Sword HD I'm like okay you're also gonna re-release the HD ports of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess that you put on the Wii U right yeah it was it was it was it was a little disappointing because I I love that game. I love the dark tone of it, which I feel like this game is going to be like super dark and I'm bring it on like I'm ready for it. I'm ready for Matt Mercer to seduce me. But all right, here's the thing. Does does Link finally say something? At the end, does he actually fucking have a voice line? Does does he do it? Does he say words? I I kind of hope he does. Yeah, everybody would shit themselves. Everybody would. I, <laughs> I'm waiting like, for that. What? And then in the next Mario game, Mario actually says actual words as well instead of "Wahoo, let's go." It's a me, Bowser. Time to get your shit fucked up. It's a me. It's a me, Chris Pratt. <laughs> it's a me, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom, here we come. Oh, man. God, that was... Uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't use that line in the movie. What do you think the dungeons are going to be like? Because that's like the one thing they have not told us about, about this game. It's like the one thing they have not shown. I don't really know. I just want them to be, like, huge. I I didn't have a problem with the way... 
I mean, I, they weren't really dungeons, I guess. The shrines. Yeah. Well, the um. Well, not even that. Like the four. Uh, if you do the beasts, like the uh, whatever you want to call that, the puzzle or whatever. Like, yeah. I. I I just kind of hope it still has the same open dynamic. Um, I don't want it to be structured like you know the older games like it doesn't have to be like that like you got to do this to get to this place and this to that like i kind of like i mean even with breath of the wild you can literally go straight to ganon and um just beat the shit out of him with a stick or something speedrunners have done it thousands of times like i still want like that like that's one of like the greatest things with that game. It just says defeat Ganon. Like, dude, that like when that popped, I'm like, holy shit, that is so cool. Like that it just says that as an objective right away. Um, and not as like an end objective. I just I just really hope I I don't know, like I I feel like they showed a few of the dungeons in the final trailer. Um like one of the parts of the, the the trailer when they show link dropping through like the lasers or whatever uh into some like giant ball in the sky or whatever that was and also like the underground place i feel like those will be dungeons i kind of hope death mountain has a dungeon because that was like one of my favorite ones from ocarina of time um so, uh because uh, when they they show death mountain in the uh the trailer it's that's not looking so hot it's because it's overrun, but it's overrun by malice. So I really hope that that's a dungeon. Um, but yeah, keep like the open, just just keep the breath of the wild feel. Except it's you know it's a new game, Tears of the Kingdom. Like just keep that same feeling. You don't have to go very off script with that. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I'm just I'm so ready for this. Oh yeah, my body is Reggie. My sleep schedule is not. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah, that's the... It's it's that's... gone. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye, sleep. Who needs ya? Not me. Get like three coffees in me. Oh, God. I'm excited to cook again in that game. I love the cooking. And they take it one step further with that customization. Uh, You get to... Uh, I want to like cook shit and like put it on my arrow, like, <laughs> l- like, like let me, like let me, like let me put some like you can like you could put the stuff on your bow and arrow. Like let me cook something up, like some fucking weird concoction, and just throw it on my arrow. Eat this, bitch. <laughs> yeah, just like I kill an enemy, and it's just like he gets like a last meal beforehand, though. <laughs> oh, uh, that that would be hilarious. Oh my yeah. god, I didn't even think of that. I made you this three-course dinner. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Stack, use all three of those. Put them on an arrow. Yeah. The order off. <laughs> order. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait to see all of the different funny shit that we're going to see fused together. I just can't wait to fucking, like, fly around, like, everywhere. Like just create some type of crazy vehicle and just fly all over Hyrule. I, I bet you, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'll bet the first thing that someone's going to make is a dick shaped flying machine. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's I, I hope that's like one of the first things I see on Twitter. I, I, just, I probably will be. I, 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 I do not doubt that in a, a sec. <laughs>
It's it's gonna be we're gonna see a dick shaped flying machine and the stick 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 sword where it's like four sticks that have been fused together and they're on the tip of the sword and it's like stupidly long. Also dick also dick sword. Dick sword. <laughs> dick sword. Dick sword. <laughs> just have like a just have like a mushroom at the end of, the, of a <laughs> stick or something. Yeah. Uh but yes, uh Again, next week, we'll be talking about how the game is. No spoilers, of course, because it'll only have been out for a week. Uh, anything else you want to add before we move on to the final segment of the show today, Shark? I'm just... Th- this type of gaming experience is it's once in a lifetime. So, you know, even in, maybe if you're just a casual Zelda fan, I don't know. Don't, don't take it for granted because this type of thing doesn't happen often where you get this type of game so enjoy it everybody all right and with that we're it's time to start closing things out and head into the bonus level a look ahead to gaming anniversaries one-on-one debates and weekly highlights here's this week's bonus level and starting off we got this week in gaming history from may 15th to 21st here's what happened in the past on the 15th in 2007 midway released mortal kombat armageddon for the nintendo wii in north america on the 16th 2002 square released final fantasy 11 for the playstation 2 in japan the price was 7800 yen which was about 61 us dollars on the 17th, 2011, Rockstar released L.A. Noir for the PS3 and 360 in North America. On the 18th, 2010, Red Dead Redemption was released for the PlayStation 3 and 360 in North America. And on the 19th, 2017, Nintendo released my personal favorite Fire Emblem game, Shadows of Valentia, for the Nintendo 3DS in North America. What a fantastic game that was. I would if I still had my 3DS. I might, I might have played it on that day to celebrate it, but I sold it. 2000 on the 20th, Konami released Metal Gear Solid for the Game Boy Color in North America. Wait, and, what? Yeah, that surprised me too. And on the 21st, 1998, Sega announced the Dreamcast system will be released in Japan on November 27th. And now it's time for head to head. Two games enter, one game leaves, and the decider is Shark here. So Shark, our head-to-head this week on the theme of Zelda. The two games that came out for the GameCube. Twilight Princess versus Wind Waker. Wow. <clears throat> That's tough. Um, I have played both. I have. I thoroughly enjoyed both. Um, I'm going Twilight Princess. I'm, I'm going Twilight Princess. I... Wind Waker is very good. Don't get me wrong. Just Twilight Princess to me is just a better game <laughs> overall. It's the one that I've played. I have yet to play Wind Waker. I don't quite own it for in my giant GameCube collection that is almost 200 strong. Holy crap. It's my one thing that I collect. It's I, My goal is to have a full North American set of GameCube games. I'm going to need to see that posted i need to see that collection well do you have it like all in like do you have have it i I have a shelf yes i need to see that 
I will post it soon. When I hit 200, I'll probably make a post. Did you hear about the guy that um he bought all the uh the the games on the uh uh, was it the eat the shop site before? It oh got yeah, shut down? yeah. yeah. Uh, the Gerard, the completionist, he and his team spent whatever that absurd amount of money was to purchase every eShop game, every game, and preserve it. And I believe they donated it all to like the video game museum or whatever, like or the Pre- Pre- preservation society or whatever it was. Like that's fucking, awesome. Like I love that. Like video game preservation is such a huge thing. And I love that they did that. Now to play each now, but had but now the, the next step is to play every single one of those. <laughs> one one only one only can dream. <laughs> one can only dream. One can only dream. Uh, moving on to our deals of the week. Uh, starting off, Epic's free game, uh, Sims Four: The Daring Lifestyle Bundle is free until the 18th on the Epic Game Store. So if you got Sims Four, which is free to play. Hey, pick up. It's a pack of three expansions. Nice little pickup there. The Steam Sports Fest is on from the 15th to 22nd. So you can get some deals on some sports games. Steam's Team 17 publisher sale is also going on until the 22nd. And also on Humble Bundle, the Capcom Heroic Collection Bundle is available until the 24th of May. It's like 225 bucks worth of games for 30 bucks. Oh, wow. It's a good deal. It's a pretty good deal. The achievement of the week is in Darkest Dungeon 2. It's Nope, uh, which is to abandon an expedition. And the game of the week is Lego 2K Drive. And our guest game recommendation, Shark, if there is one game in the entire world, new or old, that you could recommend to our listeners, what game would it be? Being an RPG person, I'll take a little, I'll take it old school. Um... And I'll keep it in Final Fantasy. I'll go Final Fantasy IX. I think it's the perfect one of the perfect uh, introductory games into the series. It's not it's not overly com- not overly complicated. A very good story, good characters, uh, great music, and it's it's available on like every platform. So I I I think that that is it's my most replayed Final Fantasy too. Um, it's a really really great game to play. All right. Well, with that, that is everything for this week on the podcast. Shark, thank you for coming out today. No problem. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. It was. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you could find me. Yeah, I'll just do the Twitch thing. Uh, you can find me uh, on twitch.tv slash me shark uh, with two K's. M E S H A R K K. Couldn't go three for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna make the same joke, uh, but I'm like ah, I'll I'll hold off now. You made it for me, <laughs> uh, and of course you can find me at Tony's Game Lounge everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and of course Twitch.tv/slash Tony's Game Lounge where you'll find me playing either Final Fantasy XIV or the Ace Attorney games, because we're currently playing through the trilogy. Uh, and they're a lot of fun. Yes, and we'll, soon uh, we'll be doing our giant playthrough on Endwalker. Uh, and uh, next week, I'll have an announcement about a special stream coming up in June that you won't want to miss as well. Uh, Shark, thank you once again for coming on. Thank you. It was a pleasure. 
And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Be sure to like, follow, and share the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this too. And we will see you next week with a brand new episode right back here in the Game Lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.